The Lord be with you. Welcome to Thin Places, the podcast channel of St. Aidan's Anglican Church in Nicholasville, Kentucky. I'm Father Lee, the pastor here at St. Aidan's, and I want to invite you to join me here each week as we join together to share common prayer, common worship, and common life. And just as the streams feed the trees on their banks till they pour in the seas, so may my life be to all those who share this wilderness road. I invite you to join me now again kneeling together as we pray. stand for the reading of the gospel. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be praised by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret, and your Father, who sees in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, that they may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door, and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you fast... Do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, 
that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father, who is in secret. And your Father, who sees in secret, will reward you. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I invite you to be seated. Every year as we gather together to observe Ash Wednesday and to begin our journey into Lent together, I invite you to come and to stand before me. And every year I look into your eyes and I repeat the words again. You are dust. And to dust you will return. Repent and believe the gospel. And we've said and we've heard those words so many times that they can just wash over us unacknowledged. But hidden in those words is the kingdom of God. And so I say again to each of you tonight, you are dust and to dust you will return. That's how your story ends. Earth to earth, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Because in the midst of life, we are in death. (coughs) Our death, the end is always closer to us than we like to imagine. Our culture tries to inoculate us against it. We try to pretend that the truth is other than it is. We invent grandiose theological schemes so that we can try to deny it. But the truth is that death is always there, waiting. You are dust, and to dust you will return. God called creation into existence. He formed us. He knows us. He loves us. He entrusted life into our care. And yet, we are still that same dust. And that dust waits for us. Not simply because it's our fate. It's nothing quite so soft and romantic as we might think that idea could be. It wasn't intended to be this way. We were created to share in the divine life of God. To share in the life of our creator. But each of us, in grand ways and in small ways, say no to the life of God. And instead say yes to a life of our own. Every last one of us. And so, tonight... We mark our faces and we say again to each other, you are dust and to dust you will return. 
Because that's the truth. The end of every one of our stories is death. And that end is always just around the corner. But what if that's not the end of the story? What if God himself had entered into death to make us a new way? Not a way that would be achieved through our own effort, not through our own striving, but a way that only he could make and that we could only follow if he was to come and take us by the hand to guide us through death and back to that life that we were supposed to share before everything went so very wrong. Would that hope be worth stopping our pursuit of leisure and pleasure? Would that story be worth renouncing our need to be in control? Would that vision be worth letting go of all of the things that we grasp and grab and hunger after? Could that promise be enough? That's the real question that hangs between you and I over a bowl of ashes. Will you trust God enough to take his hand? Knowing that he's leading you into death. Will you turn to Jesus Christ and trust in his salvation no matter the cost? Will you trust that the life of the spirit within you is stronger than sin and stronger than death and stronger than the devil? Will you believe? Will you repent? Then let us hear again the combination pronounced by God over our sin and trust in Christ again. Trust Him to bring us into new and unending life. This is the Lenten combination. Now seeing... As the prophet David testifies, all who do err and go astray from the commandments of God are accursed. Let us, remembering this dreadful judgment hanging over our heads, always ready to fall upon us, return to the Lord God with contrition and meekness of heart, renouncing and lamenting our sinful life acknowledging and confessing our offenses and seeking to bring forth fruit worthy of repentance. For now, the axe is laid to the root of the tree so that every tree that does not bring forth good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God who pours down rain upon sinners and snares and fire, and brimstone, and storm, and tempest. And this is the reward of their disobedience. Behold, the Lord is come out of his place to visit the wickedness of those who dwell upon the earth. Who can endure the day of his coming? Who can stand when he appears? His winnowing fork in his hand to clear the threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn, but the chaff to burn away with unquenchable fire. The day of the Lord comes as a thief in the night 
While people are saying there's peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman and they will not escape. In the day of vengeance, the wrath of God will appear, which obstinate sinners, through the stubbornness of their heart, have chosen for themselves, who despised goodness and the patience and long sufferance of God, when he called them continually to repentance. And then they will call upon me, but I will not answer them. They will seek me diligently, but will not find me because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord, would have none of my counsel and despised all my reproof. Then it will be too late to knock for the door will be shut and too late to cry for mercy for it will be a time of justice. A terrible voice of most just judgment, which is pronounced upon them when it said to them, depart from me. You cursed into eternal fire prepared for the devil and for his angels. Therefore, brothers and sisters, let us hear and respond while the day of salvation lasts. For the night comes when no work can be done. But let us, while we have the light, believe in the light and walk as children of the light. That we will not be cast into outer darkness, filled with weeping and gnashing of teeth. Let us not abuse the goodness of God, who mercifully calls us to repentance. Out out of his endless mercy, promises forgiveness of all that is past, if we will return to him with true and contrite hearts. For though our sins are as scarlet, they will be white as snow. And though they are like purple, they will be made white as wool. Turn from your wickedness, says the Lord, and your sin will not be your destruction. Cast away from you all the transgressions that you have committed and make for yourself a new heart and a new spirit. Why will you die, O house of Israel? For I have no pleasure in the death of anyone, declares the Lord. So turn and live. Although we have sinned, we have an advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ, the righteous, who is the propitiation for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. For he was wounded for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastisement that he bore brought us peace. And by his stripes we have been healed. Therefore, let us return to him who is the merciful receiver of all true penitent sinners, being certain that he is ready to receive us and wholly willing to pardon us if we will come to him in faithful repentance, if we will submit ourselves to him to evermore walk in his ways, if we will take his easy yoke and his light burden upon us to follow him in lowliness and patience and love and to be ordered and directed by his Holy Spirit, seeking his glory always, serving him 
in our various vocations with thanksgiving. If we do this, Christ will deliver us from the curse of the law, from the curse which will fall upon all who our Lord will set at his left hand, and he will set us at his right hand and give us the gracious blessing of his Father and give to us the joyous inheritance of his glorious kingdom into which he will bring us all. Because he is a God of infinite mercy. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for checking out Thin Places today. If you were blessed by your time with us and want to know more, check out anchor.fm forward slash thin dash places for more homilies, devotionals, and worship from St. Aidan's Church in Nicholasville, Kentucky. And make sure to follow us and leave a comment and join us again next time in common prayer, common worship, and common life. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Father is restored.